Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast. I want to thank all of you leaders, entrepreneurs, and business owners for joining us today. And today I want to talk about what does it take to be a great business owner? What does it take to really be a high-level business owner? And for those people who are listening who aren't business owners, what does it take to be great at leadership? And part of this process is really about what I've determined is wanting to be a great business owner or a leader. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I see within leadership is the difference between someone who's great in business ownership and the difference between someone who is mediocre is the business owner who's great has simply made the choice to be great. The leader who is great has simply made the choice to be great. And I can think about my own story. When I got my first leadership assignment, I was someone who wanted to be great at leadership, but I didn't want to do the work that it took to be a great leader. And because of that, I I took a lot of shortcuts there were things that I should have been should have been doing that I wasn't doing, and as a result, my leadership and my team struggled as a result of my unwillingness to really take that next step. And so as we talk about building authority, as we talk about leadership and business ownership and really taking things to the next level, how do we build authority? And, and I, I recently read an article by Roy Williams uh, in the Monday Morning Memo that kind of inspired this particular podcast And he talked about the way that we build authority is from doing things that others won't do. And that really resonated with me. If you've been following the New Work Revolution, if you listen to the podcast, if you've seen my four-part training series on this matter, and if you don't know what I'm talking about and you haven't seen the four-part video training series called New Work Revolution, I will post it on the show page for you to download and check that out if you want to see what that's all about. If you follow that, though, you know that the New Work Revolution is about doing, being an unreasonable business owner, being an unreasonable leader. Now, what does that mean? Being unreasonable means doing things that other people just are, quite frankly, unwilling to do. So if I work with a dentist, what I'm training a dentist to do is do things that a normal dentist would find unreasonable. And there's a lot of reasons why they would find it to be unreasonable, and I'll get into those in a minute. But that's what I try to do for a business owner. So when I read this from Roy Williams, I thought, that's it. You nailed it. Um, I love it. That's what it takes to be. When we want to build an authority in our area of expertise, we've got to be willing to do things that other people simply won't do. And it's it transcends hard work. You know, if, if, if hard work were all it took, there are a lot of people who work hard, who don't make a whole lot of money, and they don't have a whole lot of influence. But then we also talk about working smarter, working efficiently, and the where efficiency falls short is, look, I can be really good and efficient at things that don't matter. I can teach someone how to use email really efficiently, but in the end, no one ever said, 
man, I was really successful because of how good I was at checking email. I mean, listen, I, I replied to all when I was supposed to reply to all. I forwarded when I forwarded. I always made sure that there was a subject line in my email. I mean, I was just nailing it. I don't want to brag or anything, but I was just good at email. No one ever said that. So we can be really efficient in things that really have no actual relevance to our success long term. And so there's some questions that I want to take you through to really see, am I someone who wants to be a great business owner or a great leader? So the first question is, will you stand in the face of fear? This is fear of success. This is fear of failure. Um, I, I have a client that I'm working with right now that I'm just so proud of because she is really standing in the face of fear and she has completely revamped her business model and her way of being. And we've recently talked about what is that looking like? How is that showing up? And just to hear the success, the confidence that this person has where they were so fearful to make the change, but it's not whether or not we're going to be afraid. There's plenty of times as a business owner that something has come up and I just think I'm scared to death to do that. Maybe a project that I charged a certain price for that I was scared that, you know, like I started thinking, gosh, am I worth that? I mean, is this person going to pay that? Is this guy going to look into my eyes and realize that I'm a no good fraud? I mean, there's all these things that we do as business owners and leaders where we start to kind of psych ourselves out. And it doesn't mean that we're never going to have those moments. If you have those moments, congratulations, you're a human being. But when we get those moments that come to us, how are we going to react to them? Are we going to stand in the face of fear and move forward anyway? And great business owners are the ones who do that. When people look at the success stories, and I'll also post those on this show page as well. I just did a new video with some success stories. I'm really happy about it. I'm just really excited for the people that I've been working with. When when you see these stories, it looks so easy. Hey, I just did this. Someone told me this. I did that. And those things sound very, hey, one, two, three, ABC, we got it done. The reality is there's a lot of hemming and hawing, a lot of back and forth, a lot of, oh, I don't know about that. There's a lot of pushback. There's a lot of resistance to moving forward. But the great business owners, from what I've observed over the last six and a half years, the great leaders that I've worked with, stand in the face of fear and they push through it. So the question is, will you stand in the face of fear or are you someone right now that's letting fear completely paralyze you from taking the next step? The next thing is, will you do the work? So I once did a podcast called, Where Do Big Results Come From? And big results were always from doing the work. And it reminds me of, uh, you know, I might be diminishing my credibility with this example, but Robin Big, if you've ever watched Robin Big, it was an old show on MTV, uh, big dude, little dude, um, you know, kind of a, kind of a goofy show, but I, I think it was Rob that was always saying, uh, do work, son, all the time. That's what he would say. It's kind of his catchphrase, do work, son. And doing work is all about, hey, will you do the work that is necessary to make the next step? When we talk about the new work revolution and when I talk about what it takes to get to the next level, Standing in the face of fear means that we're going to have to do some work. We're going to do some things that, in what we call hard easy. 
It means doing the hard things now so that our life is easy later. But a lot of people choose easy hard. So a great example of that, it's easy to sit on the couch and watch TV in the morning. It's hard to get up and go for a run. But doing that makes your life easier later when you don't have a lot of health issues and you're taking care of yourself and maintaining your body at a high level. That's hard easy versus easy hard. We can make the easy choice now, but it's going to make our life harder later, or we can make the hard choice now to make our life easy later. Doing some of the work that's required in business, for instance, bookkeeping, having a good financial system in place, staying on top of our books, it's hard now, especially if you've had a bad habit of not doing it over a long period of time, but it becomes easy later. It's like guys who say, Brandon, I've always been a sole proprietor, and changing my entity structure to an S-corp creates all sorts of hassles in my business. I don't want to do it. But it's hard now, but it means tax savings later. Those are the hard, easy choices that we can make. But we have to decide that we want to do the work. If you won't do the work, you can't get the results. And a lot of people want the results, but they're not willing to do the work. They're just like, hey, give me the results on a platter. Just, I want to just sit here and hang out. Just bring the results to me so I can enjoy the results. But if you look at anyone who's been successful, there's been trial and error. There's been a lot of failures. There's been a lot of crap that's happened to that person before they got to that next level of success. And I can give you any number of success stories with people who have made that choice to do the work and push forward with the work so that they can get the results later. So the second question is, will you do the work? The last thing is, are you willing to get uncomfortable and do what others are unwilling to do? When we talk about any industry that I work with, there's a, there's a way of doing business that's always been done, and then there's a different paradigm that gives you different possibilities. Think about this. When you want different results, what do you have to do? You have to change your behavior. Now, we know this intuitively, right? It makes sense. You're like, hey, yeah, that's really smart. I can't believe you came up with that. However, isn't it funny how we default back to a pattern of behavior that's familiar to us that we're comfortable with that we know others won't judge us for doing? But when we step out on a limb and we do some things differently, people start to look at us sideways and they're like, ah, oh, you're kind of crazy. You're kind of insane. I don't know what your deal is. You know, you get to a point in hanging out with people sometimes where you get to a different level of consciousness and people that you were willing to hang out with before now become unbearable because you see the scarcity mindset or the lack of just real thought process or ambition in some people. And you think, my goodness, how did I ever hang out with this person? How did I ever do it? But once we get to that certain level, it's hard to do that because that person is not willing to do what we're willing to do. And in leadership, look, we can take people where we've never been. So I don't believe in the people who say, look, if you want a good coach, then hire someone who's been where you've been. Now that sounds really brilliant in the, uh, just on the surface. But the problem with that is that's not necessarily the case. A good coach can take you uh, where they've never been and where you've never been but they have to be willing to go there with you. And a lot of times leaders aren't willing to go where they want people to go. They're saying, hey, you go there. I'm going to stay here, but you do all the hard work. And that's, you know, think about uh, Hank Haney, who coached Tiger Woods for a long time. 
if it's true that you have to you have to have someone coaching you to take you to the next level and they have to have been where you've been the only person who reasonably could have coached Tiger Woods is Jack Nicklaus that's the only person who could have coached Tiger but Jack's not a coach why is Jack not a coach Jack's not a coach for probably a number of different reasons but look Hank Haney was Tiger Woods initial coach he saw from a perspective he understood what it took he's observed he studied it he understands it and he was able to take Tiger Woods to that first level of success that Tiger wanted to get to and Hank Haney wasn't a uh, you know 18 time major champion who won 70 or 80 tour events that's not who he was but he was able to get someone there but we have to be willing to go where we want people to go we can't be willing we can't be unwilling to go where we're expecting other people to go. That is poor leadership to do that. So we have to be willing to get uncomfortable. If we want growth, if we want change and we want to be great, we have to get uncomfortable. We have to be willing to do some things that make us and our team uncomfortable and able to work through that process. So ask yourself, are you willing to get uncomfortable and do what others are unwilling to do? If you do that, you will have an unreasonable business and you will have a great business. So when we talk about the New Work Revolution, it's all about shifting your paradigm. We want to create a business that allows you to enjoy your life in the process and give you the feeling that you are truly creating value for all stakeholders of the business. So think about this. I want you to have your cake and eat it too. My job as a coach is to help people see the roadmap between where they're at and where they want to go and help them take the steps to get there. And sometimes it's just someone behind them saying, hey, you can do it. I'm right here with you. I'm in this with you. Take the next step. You can do it. Now, hey, when I coach a client, when I coach a dentist, I haven't been in their chair. I've never run a $4 million dental practice. I've never ran uh, a million-dollar chiropractic practice, but I know what it takes to be successful in leadership in that scale. And the New Work Revolution is all about how do we help you enjoy your work and enjoy your life. And the way we enjoy your work to enjoy your life is sometimes counterintuitive to what we think that it is. It's not about working hard. It's not about working more. It's not about seeing as many people as you possibly can or working with as many clients as you possibly can. It's about being strategic and understanding where we create value as individuals and setting the right objectives that help us get to that next level of success. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Make sure you go to the show page. Check out my new testimonial video. Check out the New Work Revolution video course. If you haven't seen that, I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from people who've gone through the course. It's a free course. You can't go wrong there. Check it out. If you enjoyed the show, if you felt like it was valuable and helpful, please share it. Uh, Social media, email the link. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate the show. All those things are appreciated. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.